you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Kellyanne Conway family drama as her teenage daughter says she's seeking emancipation and the Trump tapes. He has no principles. None. None. What the president is saying today about his sister's secret recordings. Donald's out for Donald. Period. And fears of a twindemic. Why experts say more than any other year, you need to get a flu shot. I'm getting a flu shot. I'm getting a flu shot. So am I. Then, escape from hell and the burning man, the jogger, trying to stomp out the raging wildfires with his sneakers. He's going to need a new pair of shoes after this. Plus, hurricane one-two punch. A right hook from Marco and then a left hook from, from Law. We've never had them this close in proximity. And shot in the back. Coast to coast chaos. Plus... Embattled Ellen speaks out. I will be talking to my fans. And what Sofia Vergara is saying about this awkward exchange. She has such a hard time pronouncing. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The Republican National Convention gets underway tonight with one of the president's most loyal advisors leaving his team. Kellyanne Conway says she's stepping aside to focus on her family, saying it's time for less drama, more mama. Here's Amber Cagliano. This mama wants no more drama, so Kellyanne Conway is stepping away from the White House to focus on her family. President Trump's key aide says she is transitioning from the White House at the end of this month to give more attention to her four children as they start a new academic year remotely from home. Look what I did. Kellyanne's decision comes after her 15-year-old daughter, Claudia, took to social media to say she wants to emancipate herself. I'm officially pushing for emancipation, she tweeted. My mother's job ruined my life to begin with. Heartbreaking that she continues to go down that path after years of watching her children suffer. Selfish. It's all about money and fame, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just showing everyone the truth. Like Claudia has been vocal about her disdain for President Trump and even got into a public tiff when her mother tried to stop her from posting another incendiary video on TikTok. Oh my God, what are you doing? Over the weekend, she learned that her mother would be speaking Wednesday at the convention. Just found out my mom is a speaker at the RNC. That's it, I'm out, she posted along with this video. One day later, Kellyanne said she was stepping down. For now, and for my beloved children, it will be less drama, more mama. At the same time, her husband, George Conway, a leading Trump critic, who the president once called, quote, a loser of a husband, also announced he was taking a step back to devote more time to family matters. This man is a racist. He is evil. Um, um, Claudia reacted on TikTok, um, posting videos of her alongside her um, parents' statements. Um, hey guys, I'm deleting TikTok for a little bit, um, probably a week or so, so I'll see you guys then. Mwah. 
I spoke with psychiatrist Gail Saltz. Could they come together as a family after all of this? possible to have deep ideological differences and figure out how to make your relationships work. But it takes a lot of work to do that. The family needs to probably turn inward and perhaps with some professional help, figure out the best way to be supportive to essentially this child. Well, Conway's departure is the second blow for the president on the eve of the convention after secretly recorded tapes were shared in which his sister, a retired federal judge, said her brother, quote, had no principles and lies. As for the president's reaction, the White House quoted him as saying, who cares? The president is reacting today to his own sister trashing him in recordings secretly made by their niece. He has no principles. I'm none. None. Can't trust me. Marianne Trump Barry, a retired federal judge, shreds her kid brother, the president. Me and the wife. Oh my God, I'm talking too freely, but you know. It is a change of stories, a lack of preparation, the lying, the only the recordings were made by Mary Trump, who just published the scathing book, Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. She said she recorded 15 hours of conversations with the president's older sister in 2018 and 2019. Mary Ann had no idea she was being taped. I said that to him about And now we know Mary Ann was the source of the stunning claim in Mary Trump's book that the president cheated his way into college by having a friend take the SATs for him. He got into University of Pennsylvania. I guess he had somebody take his take the exams. No way. He had somebody take his entrance exams? SATs or whatever. Yeah. That's what I believe. Oh, man. But then he, you know. I mean, that's how much shots go. The president doesn't seem too bothered by the tapes, sounding upbeat as he spoke to the delegates at the Republican National Convention in North Carolina. I love this state. I like this place. He brushed off his sister's recordings with this tweet. Every day it's something else. Who cares? White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is also dismissing the tapes. I mean, what family member tapes another family member for 15 hours secretly? There's been no reaction yet from Mary Ann, who was a no-show Friday at her brother Robert's funeral at the White House, attended by many Trump family members. Trump biographer Gwenda Blair says she's not surprised at Mary Ann's harsh appraisal of her brother. The recording reminded me very closely of the interview I did with Marianne Trump. She was very direct, she was very candid, and she was not, I would say, a huge fan. He has no principles. In a break with precedent, it's believed that the president will make an appearance every single night of the convention. Every year, about 45% of Americans get flu shots. And if you usually don't get a flu shot, doctors say this year you should, and it's already available. As Megan Alexander explains, experts say this year flu shots could be critical in helping to battle COVID-19. The flu shot has never been more important as the nation faces a potential twindemic, COVID-19 and the flu. 
The flu vaccine is available earlier than usual at Walgreens, and everyone is urged to roll up their sleeves starting right now. Part of the reason is that the flu and COVID look very similar to each other. Clinically, they have very, very similar symptoms. And we know that in a typical flu season, the hospitals get full anyway. Uh, throw in COVID on top of that, it could end up being uh, really bad. I'm in a Walgreens here in Manhattan, right by the Empire State Building, and really just in this little room right next to the pharmacy. I'm going to get my flu shot today. It's as simple as that. It's simple. And even though it's August, the flu shots are already available. It's a pretty simple process. They took my temperature, I filled out some paperwork, then the shot. There you go. Boom. Simple as that. What about people who are concerned the flu shot will give you the flu? You will not get the flu from getting the flu shot. That is not possible. It took my colleague Megan Alexander just 10 minutes to get her shot today at a Walgreens. I'm a mother of three young kids. I can't afford to get sick, so I'm getting a flu shot here in Nashville. That's it. Not too bad. And in Los Angeles, Jim Murray also got a flu shot way earlier than he normally would. I'm over 60, putting me in the high risk group for COVID. So to avoid the one-two punch, I'm getting my flu shot now. That will hopefully be one less thing to worry about. Manufacturers of the flu vaccine are making millions of extra doses, preparing for vast numbers of Americans who want it this year. And to its effectiveness, the CDC says it reduces the risk of flu illness by between 40 and 60 percent. We know that the flu vaccine uh, protects you from getting infected. And even in those instances where it doesn't, it tends to make the disease much milder. Dr. Jaw shared a bit of optimism about the twindemic. I am hopeful that if we maintain social distancing, wash hands, wear masks, do the things that we know are really helpful for COVID, they'll also help with the flu. And maybe we'll end up getting lucky and having a mild flu season and not doing too badly with COVID. The CDC recommends a flu shot for everyone six months of age and older. Some states like Massachusetts have announced it will be required for all school-aged children. Chaos over the weekend sparked by another police shooting that was caught on tape. Stephen Fabian has the latest on a black man shot seven times in the back by a police officer as his children were watching. It's the stunning moment causing outrage today. Another black man gunned down by police. Why the y'all just shoot him? Why the you shoot him that many times? It happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. 29-year-old Jacob Blake was reportedly trying to break up a domestic dispute between two women when police were called. Video shows him walking away from cops to his SUV. Two children are inside the vehicle. As he climbs into the driver's seat, he was shot seven times in the back and seriously wounded. They didn't even know the kids was in the car. And I'm telling the woman cop, I'm like, can you please get get back before I shoot you, get back. Like these officers is hand, I'm like, shoot me, my kids is in the car. Angry neighbors confronted cops after the shooting and protests turned violent, triggering an overnight curfew. WDJT TV reporter Perry Cruz. What we're hearing from people up here in this neighborhood where the shooting occurred is, you know, they're very hurt. They're, uh, they're in disbelief that this has happened yet again where a black man, a minority member, has been shot by a white police officer. In Portland, it was another weekend of civil unrest with rioting and 
in street battles with cops. And check this out. Breonna Taylor, shot dead by cops in Louisville during a botched police raid, is on the cover of September's Vanity Fair. After O Magazine, it's now the second national magazine to feature Breonna on the cover. No arrests have been made in connection with Ms. Taylor's killing last March. The city of Louisville has banned the use of so-called no-knock warrants. The week begins with wild weather on two fronts. Two storms are bearing down on the Gulf while wildfires burn out of control out west. President Trump has declared a disaster area in California where more than a million acres have been scorched by multiple wildfires. And as one photographer found out firsthand, getting caught in the fire is terrifying. Here's Jim Murray. It's the road to hell. A camera is rolling as the driver makes his way through one of the devastating wildfires in Northern California. Flames are licking at him from both sides. Here the inferno blocks the road and he's forced to turn around. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Photographer Tyler Day shot the extraordinary video. We try to stay kind of in the middle of the road. There were a lot of homes that were unfortunately destroyed along that street. And check out this guy. He was out on a morning jog in Scottsdale, Arizona and suddenly found himself surrounded by flames. A news helicopter from station KPHO-TV spotted the amazing scene as the jogger actually tries to stomp out the flames with his sneakers. He's going to need a new pair of shoes after this. My adrenaline was definitely going. We caught up with the jogger, Trevor Murphy, today. I basically used my feet to create a fire break and prevent the fire from jumping the trail. And as if the USA didn't have enough to deal with, the Gulf Coast is bracing for a rare storm double whammy, the first double punch of its kind in almost 90 years. Just look at the sign language interpreter. We're going to get basically a right hook from Marco and then a left hook from from Laura. We spoke to Lonnie Quinn, chief weathercaster for CBS 2 News in New York. We've never had them this close in proximity, and these two storms will actually track over the same areas. Mother Nature seems to be very upset right now. Rain from Marco is expected to inundate parts of the Gulf Coast overnight, while Hurricane Laura right now is predicted to make land in Louisiana as a Category 2 storm sometime on Thursday. Next, embattled Ellen speaks out. I will be talking to my family. And what Sofia Vergara is saying about this awkward exchange. She has such a hard time pronouncing. Then, the doctor who says she learned how to deal with the stress of the pandemic from watching MASH. MASH just so accurately captured what people are saying we should do. And wait till you see what happened when she met her idol. <laughs> Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The alleged squatter living in a tiny apartment with a woman who just wants her out of there. We just want our home back. Next, in some edition, she can't get rid of the woman living behind this door. Can we come in? Hello? Wait till you hear how this nutty situation happened. Are you terrified of her? Yeah, I am. The squatter doesn't pay a dime, and it's completely legal. Then, the battle for Wi-Fi inside your house. Watch the next Inside Edition. Ellen DeGeneres says she's got something to say about all the drama on her show, and she says she'll be saying it to her fans. New executive producers have been named ever since the show was called a toxic place to work. And actress Sofia Vergara is setting the record straight, saying Ellen didn't mock her accent when she was a guest on the show. Sofia says she was in on the joke. How are you doing, Ellen? I'm great. 
Ellen DeGeneres is speaking out. I will be talking to my fans. A photographer caught up with the embattled comedian over the weekend in Santa Barbara. Ellen looked relaxed as she was peppered with questions. How do you think the show's going to be now you got rid of the three producers? She remained tight-lipped over the recent firings of three top producers on her talk show following allegations of a toxic work culture. Meanwhile, Sofia Vergara is coming to Ellen's defense after this interview resurfaced. You've been on this show for 10 years and your accent has gotten worse. How is that possible? Well, it's a talent, you know. Some fans were under the impression that Ellen was mocking the star's thick Colombian accent as they talked about working together for a CoverGirl commercial. She has such a hard time pronouncing any of the, the ingredients. I, I think because you are much more famous than me and older than me. (laughs) But the America's Got Talent judge has this response. Two comedians having fun with each other to entertain. I was never a victim, guys. I was always in on the joke. The Ellen Show is slated to begin its new season on September 14th. Still to come, the doctor who says she learned how to deal with the stress of the pandemic from watching MASH. MASH just so accurately captured what people are saying we should do. And wait till you see what happened when she met her idol. She's the doctor with the terrific bedside manner, and she says she learned everything by watching reruns of MASH. So we brought her together with the man who inspired her, actor Alan Alda. This doctor says she learned all about bedside manner from watching, get ready for this, the classic TV show MASH. In an op-ed for the L.A. Times, Dr. Jillian Horton says that Alan Alda's character Hawkeye gave her a blueprint for survival to get through this war on coronavirus. She says the TV show taught her to be principled, be ready to break down and get put back together again. Got a table for one here. Mass used humor to escape the horrors and depression of the Korean War, a situation Dr. Horton tells Inside Edition she can definitely relate to during the COVID-19 pandemic. MASH just so accurately captured what, you know, what people are saying we should do and the choices that we're really faced with. I would not parade on your horse under these conditions. The 1983 MASH finale drew 106 million viewers, still the largest for a scripted show in TV history. It's been nearly 40 years since Alan Alda played Chief Surgeon Hawkeye Pierce on MASH, and here he is today. Our first guest needs no introduction. Yep. We brought the legendary actor together with Dr. Horton. I loved it that Jillian wrote so movingly about the people who are our essential team to keep us alive, risking their lives to do it and and breaking down often, often you know, falling apart because the pressure is so great. So thanks to a real doctor from an actor who played one on TV. When we come back, don't open the fridge. Finally today, keep hitting the fridge. You're not alone. At the fridge again. She's at the fridge again. Gospel singer Katie French says she was eating way too much during the lockdown. So she wrote a song about it. How about a pickle? And sang all the parts for and against. I wanna eat. You don't need. I need to eat. You don't need. 
that's the gospel truth. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.